What's Up Whittier. Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Here are the notes of our community corkboard filled with this week's events. Hey Townies, producer Christine here. Just wanted to let you know about some community corkboard announcements. On July 3rd, the Whittier Village Cinemas will be presenting Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom as part of their classic series at 7 p.m. for $7. Guys, it's that time of the year again. We are in Concerts in the Park season. Join the city of Whittier on July 6th with Smooth Santana at Parnell Park at the corner of Scott and Lambert. On July 10th, Woody and the Longboards, a Beach Boys tribute band, will be in Central Park, corner of Friends and Bailey. I'll announce more dates as the season rolls through. Remember, the show starts at 7, so if I were you, I'd get there about 4 or 5 and support local vendors there with a picnic. To celebrate America's birthday, the city of Whittier is hosting a 4th of July fireworks spectacular at York Field, located at the corner of Santa Fe Springs Road and Slauson Avenue. Admission to the event is free for kids and $5 for adults. Not a bad idea, guys. Have a little barbecue in the backyard for lunch, and then maybe in the evening, swing by. Check out some fireworks with your community. On Saturday, July 8th, join Casita del Pueblo as they host a Frida Kahlo art exhibition e fiesta. There will be art, music, prizes, vendors, face painters, Frida lookalike contest, and more. Casita del Pueblo is located at 13100 Philadelphia Street on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. All right, guys, have something you'd like us to feature in the community court for? Tag us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook, both at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at What's Up Whittier Pod at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter. Uh, it's very inactive, but it's What's Up 562. So um, check that out. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. Podcasts are free. You subscribe to them on your mobile device. And it's very interesting. It's a cool way to learn more about our city. And I just want to share a little thing with you guys. I was at an event in L.A. this week and they needed volunteers. So I volunteered and I said I was from Whittier. And it was kind of funny. I was describing it where the five meets the six of five. Then take like Florence North to Mills and hit Whittier and then whatever. Um, So I was explaining that and people literally booed. And then I said... You should listen to the podcast that I produce called What's Up Whittier because it really changes the attitude. So it's interesting because we even talked about that in this episode with Stephen Ibarra. So, um, all right. So I have Whittier Pride. You guys have Whittier Pride. Just know that we should celebrate our beautiful town and our community. All righty. Enjoy this episode, guys. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Whittier. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, we are back. And today we're off-site. We're actually broadcasting from uh, a different location here. We're broadcasting uh, down the street from uh, Greenleaf uh, at uh, at our guest, our special guest. Special. Very special. Right. Let's add another very special because uh, we're actually drinking some, uh, very special. some really good whiskey. Um, scotch whiskey, yes. Oh, scotch, scotch whiskey. whiskey. And uh, we'll get into why we're drinking that. Sure, um, sure. But today, or, or here today, we have uh, Stephen Ibarra with the law offices of Stephen Ibarra. Yes. Hello. Uh, say hi. Hello. How are you, you fine folk out there? This isn't live, right? Yeah. It's live. Oh, it is live? Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> 
so Stephen, uh, yes, sir. I, I know, uh, I know. When I'm listening to podcasts or radio, every time they have a, a lawyer on, they always put <laughs> their disclaimer, right? Or what is it? Uh, everything sure. we say, it's uh, what is it? Uh, Confidential? No, no. Oh. They say it's uh, don't take it as. Uh, as uh, legal advice, there legal you advice. go. Yes, so, like so when we talk about scotch, don't take it <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, that would require a disclaimer, yeah. yes. <laughs> but yes, uh, I don't know, nothing herein shall be construed as legal advice. Uh, I would advise you to, if you're listening out there, consult your own attorney, of course, or Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> or me, <laughs> yeah. or just call me. you, yeah. yeah, schedule a meeting, <laughs> done. We, since now we got the uh, disclaimer out of the way, we yeah. can talk about anything, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Without having to worry. So. Of course. So, Stephen, tell yes. us tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. Obviously, we, we already mentioned you're, you're with the law office, but yes. what does that mean? So, um, let's see. I just uh, actually celebrated my 10-year anniversary as uh, an attorney. So Congratulations. I, thank you. Yeah. I passed the bar 10 years ago on June 8th. 2007, I actually got sworn in to, to become a practicing attorney. So, uh, but prior to that, I had always kind of been in the legal industry, uh, and so now I practice uh, personal injury law, family law, and bankruptcy law, and that's pretty much it. I don't really delve beyond that. Um, I just find that it's too kind of too burdensome to really invest ta- my time into areas that I don't know really well. You know, because I'm there take thereby taking away time from clients that have already paid me to do their case effectively. So really, I just stick, stick with those three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's about it for right now. Yeah. From those three, do you have a, a favorite or one that you like more than that? Uh, that's a good question. Um, when I started on my own, which was in 2000, end of 2009, 2010, I st- was just doing bankruptcies because, as you know, Remo, mm-hmm. uh, the, the housing market you know took a crash and... Yeah. A lot of people were filing bankruptcies at that time. So, so sorry, I, th- I thought when you said Remo, like there's some kind of case there. Yeah. Where you fought for Remember in 2009? <laughs> well, I'm so like, I, man, you know him way back, yeah. huh? I thought I signed something. So did you. <laughs> I'm, as, I'm assuming that the, the fine folk out there are aware that Remo is the finest realtor in, in Whittier. Amen. Preach, and brother. So, um, so yes, as Remo knows, there was a lot of foreclosures yep. at that time, uh, and so there was a, there was a really high demand for for bankruptcy. And uh, so I helped a lot of people doing that. But I've always had a personal injury backbone. Um, as I said, even before I practi- started practicing or passed the bar, I was working for um, actually exclusively uh, personal injury attorneys. I was doing personal injury law before that as a paralegal, law clerk, kind of that thing. So, so now, so bankruptcy is not so much in demand now. So I've kind of fell back on what I've always known, which is personal injury. And now I've learned family law, been doing family law for well, about six, seven years now. But to answer your question, Remo, I would say that probably personal injury and family law. I don't know. It's it's kind of a, a cross between both. Um, they've both got their sets of headaches. As you can imagine, family law is pretty emotionally driven. Yeah. But but it, is it? A, it's not. I don't think it's a headache. It might seem like a headache. It's more like of a challenge, right? Which is why sure. it might make it more of a, an interest. Yeah, Am I mean, I right or? yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a challenge because my clients' challenges and, and problems yeah. actually almost become mine because when they have an issue, yeah. I'm the first person they call. Yeah. You know, the office, they call the office right away. Correct. You know, for example, 
it's my weekend and my ex-wife is, you know, not letting me see my kid or whatever. Yeah. What do we do? Well, you know, and so anyway, have, so, a, have a drink. Yeah, relax. <laughs> down. Relax. Uh, yeah. And I mean, but there are cases sometimes when we have to go into court, like, well, if they call on a Friday, obviously there's no court on the weekends, um, but on Monday or Tuesday, right away, ex party or emergency hearing, we have to go in right away. So yeah. there is a lot of um, immediacy, you know, kind of urgency a lot of the times. With personal injury, not so much, because personal injury, the accident happened. It happened, you know, yeah, they get, they get treated by a doctor right away or over time with physical therapy. So there isn't this sort of sense of urgency. Sometimes there are, especially when the case enters the litigation aspect of the case or, or, or the lawsuit phase of the case. Sometimes there are some procedural issues that require immediate attention, but it's very rare. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy both a lot. Bankruptcy, too. I mean, bankruptcy is actually pretty straightforward, pretty easy, very administrative, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, they're all lucrative in their own ways, set of ways. Um, but, um, bankruptcy, um, definitely has its challenges too. Excuse me. Where is that music coming from? Oh, uh, downstairs, the bamboos. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. Is it coming through? Um, just cause I can hear it, but it's fine. Okay. It's not that loud. Okay. We can make a comment about it. No. (laughs) That's crazy, huh? No, it's. No, no you actually, actually, if you go, we've we've thought about this. If you go downstairs, it's actually not loud at all. The problem is the Mike, the owner, when he built it out or whatever, he removed, like, let's say it was, you know, these, these panels. Yeah. He removed it completely. And so it's just like we're right, we're sitting on top of their ceiling almost. Yeah. And the speakers are right there. So we're literally sitting, like this office is sitting probably on top of, a speaker. Does he charge you for the music? Right. I'm gonna charge him. I'm gonna tax him. You know. But yeah, that's Curtis. My mic. Does he bring you yeah. water? Does he offer you water? Right? At least? Or some sushi? Water and shit. It's so yeah. pricey down there. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I had to say that. <laughs> the sushi's great, actually. Sushi is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so types of laws, I mean, so from those uh, different, I mean, from the just practicing law, do you prefer to be in an office or do you like being in front of a a judge and litigating? That's a good question. Nobody's asked me that before. Um, I like the balance. I can tell you that. Um, This week, especially, I had yesterday I had a court appearance. The day before I had a deposition. So I was in a private setting in a another law office in a conference room. And um, I definitely like the thrill. Like yesterday, it got pretty contested in Norwalk in front of uh, Judge Haran. It was a divorce case. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I, I, like, I like the balance. I yeah. do. I like, um, I like being here in the office because, you know, obviously I run a business. And, you know, I, to a large degree, I have to make sure that the office is running smoothly and yeah. um, making sure I, you know, my, my wife, actually, Janelle, hi, honey. Uh, she's the office manager here. Uh, you guys are better. Yeah. Yep. And um, her office is right next door here. And so I rely on her, too, to kind of manage the office when I'm not here, right? So, but, when, you know, like today, she's not here. Um, it felt good being here because I can... Uh, manage the office and, and that kind of a thing and, and get work done too I mean there's, yeah. that's not just court 
you know, like for example, my understanding with criminal defense law, which I don't do, is um, little paperwork versus a lot of court time, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, what I do, which is civil, it, there's there's a lot of paperwork and not a lot of court time <clears throat> compared to criminal defense, very little court time. Yeah. So. You know, I like being here at the office, yes, because also because um, I can get work done. There's a lot of work to be done, and when I'm here, it gets done. So when I'm and when I'm conversely, when I'm not in, when I'm in court, the paperwork's just sitting on my desk. You know, that's right. You see a little yeah, bit here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not too bad for a law office. I've been in some other law offices where it's just. I mean, how do you ever find a, a piece well, of he, paper? See, he yeah. ha- see, this is a false wall right there. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> a secret button. Press a button. Yeah, yeah. everything just comes out, and then the files just <laughs> pop on out. Now, I, I, uh, truly uh, was being genuine when I said I, I was looking forward to today and 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 being here with the three of you. So I made sure I got a lot of work done. <laughs> there you go. Because I knew I knew that you know the end of the afternoon would be spent with you fine yeah. people. So that's actually that's truly the reason why you don't see a lot of paperwork here. Yeah. But in the morning. When I walked in, actually, this whole thing was full of files and paperwork and stuff like that. But I've been able to manage uh, pretty good today. So yeah. we'll come every Friday to help you out. And <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Put the urgency there. Yeah. So, Steve, how, how, did, yes. how was it that you got into law? I mean, wh- where does that come from? Um, that is a, You guys have done this before, huh? Right. We're <laughs> on episode 24, right? 24, wow. 25. Yeah. 25. I like 25 that. Episodes. That's a, qu- a quarter, yeah. a quarter century, a quarter, whatever. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'm, I'm honored. Um, what was the question again? I'm sorry. How did you get into law? How did I get into law? That's a great question. Um, is it lawyer or, or attorney or what's the right term? What e- either it? one. I think they're interchangeable. Attorney, lawyer, litigator. I mean, well, litigator is what's a class. more What's a more uh, known term between lawyers? Because like, um, doctor, I mean, doctor, you don't call him Mr. PhD or not, it's more of a, hey, doc or doctor, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we no one addresses me as like, a tr- actually, that's, I take that back. Some t- some people do uh, attorney Ibarra, right? Yeah, I've heard that before, attorney, especially in the, very rarely actually in the, I speak Spanish. And so I have a lot of Spanish speaking clients and some of them more actually the I've noticed the Central American and like Southern American have some of them have addressed me as, as doctor actually doctor oh, really? believe it or not yes because um, it's like a doctor or something yeah it is you so you see there on the wall yes. the false wall right yeah. not kidding uh. the University of okay, anyway Stephen Barra the degree of Juris Doctor okay so actually I do have a Juris Doctorate in law so cum laude by the way so, yeah. you can see that. <laughs> <laughs> So it's interesting because yeah, in 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 I guess Central America and Southern America, uh, they refer to attorneys down there as doctor. Okay. Yeah, literally. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, here in America, I yes, the English speaking clients have some attorney Ibarra, but Mister Ibarra, I guess you okay. can call me as Mr. long as they call you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I missed the first portion of that question, which I really want to answer. No, no. Why did you want to become like? Yes. How did you get into the yes, lawyer? Right, right. Um, wow, I think that growing up, um, my parents definitely kind of influenced me. I mean, they 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 wanted something better for me. My dad was in construction, and my mom worked various jobs. She worked at Kraft for a long time in the, in the plant. 
I think in Buena Park. But anyway, so, you know, blue collar mm-hmm. for sure. And so, you know, and, and they were immigrants. My dad is born in Costa Rica and my mom was born in Mexico. So, you know, kind of that, that third world kind of mentality, you know, they come immigrating to the, to the United States and, you know, having giving birth to first-generation Americans. And, and uh, so that kind of value system, right? I mean, pushing us. I have an older sister, two of us. And so kind of that, that, that structure, that, that, that hard work, you know? So anyway, I mean, they definitely both encouraged me as a young kid to really pursue, you know, do well in school and, and, and pursue that either doctor, lawyer kind of a, you know, thing. And then, and then I think when I started getting into high school, uh, my teacher, some teachers would, would, I think they, I would argue with them sometimes. And sometimes if I thought or knew that they were wrong in some certain respect, I would challenge them on it. And, um, I'm trying to think of his name, uh, Mr. Oh, his name escapes me. But anyway, there was one teacher in, in, in particular that I remember telling me, he's like, you're gonna, he, he was a lawyer actually. Uh, he was a teacher at the time and Anyway, he was like, "You're going to be a lawyer," you know. I could, I could see it already, and and other teachers too would tell me the same thing. And I don't know. I feel like that kind of solidified it. it that, that almost like, yeah, solidified it for me. Like yeah. maybe this is my calling, and maybe this is what I should do and and get into. And and so I think that's really what. Um, and then also, I remember as we sit here talking about, it, I do remember thinking like, you know, yes, I'd I'd love to help people, like like that that the helping people factor part of it. And, and and never it was never about the money, you know. So yeah, I think that's 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 answers your question. That's interesting because uh, you know as a kid, um, I mean, lawyer never comes across as a discussion. It's usually doctor, right, um, or, or somebody who's kind of helping. Um, you yeah, never lawyer does come up. Really? I mean, in my I, family, well, in terms of profession, profession wise, yeah. A, you know, but you'd either be a doctor or a lawyer. Really? Yeah. I, I've seen more. Well, anyways. You're talking about like helping people, yeah, like, like the idea like, of helping people. Correct, correct. Yes. Jesse's like architect or engineer. That's <laughs> <laughs> helping uh, people. But, uh, but lawyers, like you, you kind of, at least for me, I, I've never heard that one before. And and to be able to get that influence at, that, at such a young age, um, I mean, <clears throat> it's powerful because um, just going into law school, I mean, that's years, right? I mean, you're talking about a long career or a long educational career right um we're, we're sitting here and and uh, you're probably the youngest one out of all of us except for christine because christine's still like 15 but uh <laughs> <laughs> i just turned 25 on wednesday thank you very much oh, that's right thank happy you. birthday um but again it's youngest you know, one no, we were, how young are you i'm 35 actually he, oh, okay barely young. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 we're, we're in the yeah, same yeah. crew here we group do here. but yeah. what i'm saying right yeah. you, you, you say lawyer lawyer you're, you're kind of thinking it's like kind of like a doctor right you're yeah. imagining somebody walking in you know they got a lot of gray hair you know they're older especially and, celebrating 10 years so yeah <laughs> it's like man this kid was in di- you're in diapers when you're uh uh you know going to school but uh anyways <laughs> so just going based off that is like again you never think about lawyer like why a lawyer you know no, that's good, man. That's good that the uh, that your parents influenced you or molded you into that. Thank you. Um, no, being in the profession now, uh, obviously you yourself having kids, um, is that something you would you would uh, influence or kind of guide your kids to, to look at as a as a profession? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, we kind of joke about it now, my wife and I, with them or with with the kids. Yeah, about it. I mean, as far as like. 
oh, you know, Ibarra, Ibarra, and Ibarra. Although now it'll be a fourth Ibarra because we have three kids now. That's interesting. I didn't. I guess we were having those discussions prior to my baby being born. But yeah, it would be four Ibarras now. I guess. <laughs> you, or may, like if if Ava, who's who's my entertainer, uh, she she does dance. You know, if she does something like that. Then then it would be Ibarra, Ibarra, and Ibarra. My two yeah. or Ibarra and Sons. There I you think go. that would be a catchy name. But yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, it's, it's funny you say that because I, with my daughter, like when she she's nine, when she argues with us, it's like I, sometimes I think like, where did you come up with that? Yeah. Like, you start theory throwing, or, we created you know? a monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I created a monster. You start throwing uh, legal terms like you know. To I her, should. So like... I should. That's a good idea. I, sh- I really should. And then my son, who's uh, six, he he um, he's starting to kind of develop that critical mind you know that 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 questioning mind but um absolutely i mean i'm very blessed to have had the amount of success that that i've been able to develop over the last 10 years and uh, it's definitely a lucrative business yeah and um you know i'd want that would want that for any success for anybody especially my children correct you know because uh hey i can't support them forever right yeah (laughs) (laughs) cheers to that (laughs) as much as you want to it's uh, it's got a point. Come to a point where you got to just say, "All right, enough." Enough is enough. That's right. That's right. I mean, I, I the the support at that level, I would hope would be more of a, you know, um, supporting their and their well, and their emotional, but in their business too. Like like, Correct. hey, you're gonna be a lawyer. Let me buy you books. Let me buy you a chair. I'll buy you a computer. Yeah. I'll buy you books. What you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. In that way, versus free rent or something. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You know, so well. Let me ask. Uh, we see this device in front of uh, in front of us here. What uh, what is that? that What's little, what? Oh, uh, this. Uh, this is a fidget toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, you probably maybe have seen like on a fidget spinner. Fi- well, there's a fidget spinner, but uh-huh. that before this fidget spinner, I think was the fidget cube, yeah. which I don't have any with me. At the moment, because my kids came in and wanted them, grabbed them, <laughs> but they're they're to to like a, it's a cube, and each side has a different thing on it. And I saw it on uh, like Facebook or something. I'm like, oh, those are cool. I want to get one. And then my kids took them, and then we went down the street to the wishing well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. I, I, we know the owner and, and her husband, and they had these, and my son got one, and then I was like, I really want one too, and so I went on Amazon and found it for cheaper. Sorry, Stephanie. <laughs> um, and I got it. So yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a little fidget. Uh, it's not a cue, but it's a fidget toy. But it's got a little different sides. Got a joystick. But wh- does it do anything, or does it make? Nah, it- not really. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of passed the time. Like if I'm on the phone with somebody, like a stressful conversation with opposing counsel, uh-huh. I'll bust it out. You know, now just I don't know. It occurred to me to just kind of yeah. You know, <laughs> so you mess with it. Hands busy. <laughs> That's I mean, may, I, this, may I see it? Yeah, yeah sure, yeah, of right. course. This is my. Fr- uh, I think this is probably my first time on the radio, so I'm a little fidgety, if you will. There you go. So, um, and it's kind of fun too at the same time. But yeah, it's yeah. got different. It's got this one. This one's cool. Yeah. I've never. I had never seen anything like this one. I had just seen the cubes, which is like six sides or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. This one's got like twelve sides, and it's got really cool. Kind of a more of a three-dimensional aspect here, Jesse. Yeah. Could, you oh, the problem is that if I, if I start playing with them, I end up taking it. So. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, like crypto <laughs> comes, yeah, comes out of it. Yeah, it's puts it in here. his pocket. It's gonna stay here. <laughs> yeah, this is fun though. I like this. So, so Steve, uh, 
Steve has a, an awesome uh, tagline. Is that what it is, tagline? I would um, I would characterize it as a tagline, yes. It's okay. uh so this is this is when I met him. I met him what maybe uh, two years ago or so, yeah. roughly. Yes. Uh, we're part of a, a, a business networking group. The at that time you were doing. Uh, <laughs> is that gonna plug it? Yeah. Personal, yeah, yeah. Don't personal plug it. injury, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I was a personal law. injury attorney for this networking group that you're referring to by right. implication only. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that legal terms. Yeah. Um, but his tagline was uh, yes. if. Uh, if you get hurt, right? Uh-huh. If you get hurt and you want to get even, call Stephen. Boom. Uh, I couldn't I have said it mic. better myself. Drop the oh, mic. Like, <laughs> like, again, it's just so simple, right? But it but it works. It works because at that point, you know, yeah. you, you got people who are, who are so. Hold on, so, hold on. Let me let me. Can I? I'm gonna. Yeah. Add a little, yeah. If you've been involved in a serious accident, get even. Call Stephen. Boom. <laughs> the mic. <laughs> What's that? Oh, the phone. Yeah, of course. Duh. <laughs> this, uh, just get st- get call. Steven and it's like yeah. <laughs> just random. Make Steve. sure you call 562-735-0828. Again, that number is 562-735-0828. Phones are waiting. <laughs> call now. Ding, call ding. Now. Oh, they're, they're coming in. Well, I got a lot of competition now, right? I mean, really, I, I feel like in the last year, there's been so many like radio spots. Selena and Barnes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Tiny. All right. What's your number? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna yeah. stop there. At that. Five six two uh, yeah. <laughs> seven three five zero eight two eight. That's their number. <laughs> but but in terms of uh, Whittier, I mean, what what brought you here, Whittier? Why why? Uh... Uh, so I live in Whittier, uh, not too far from here, um, and I I was I was raised in Norwalk. I'm, I'm from Norwalk. Uh, just like Remo. Remo and I actually have a lot of yeah. similarities. Uh, Grew up in Norwalk. Yeah. In actually, we're going to be neighbors very, very, very neighbors soon. Neighbors very soon. That's true. Yeah. Look at we're that, the same man. age. Yeah, same Did I already age. age myself already on the show? Yes, he's well, there 21. you go. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then I li- so went to St. Paul High School. Go Swordsman. Which is in sorry, Santa- to he- sorry to hear that. <laughs> Santa Fe <laughs> Springs, which is actually kind of in between Norwalk and Whittier. So in a way, I've actually, uh, geographically at least, uh, progressed myself up to Whittier. Okay. From um, Norwalk to Santa Fe Springs <laughs> and then the Whittier. Uh, Whittier. <laughs> Maybe status-wise, yeah. too. I mean, I love Whittier. I really do. You know, a lot of, a lot of people think, you know, because w- with my profession, I've been privileged enough to have tra- – I traveled to a bunch of different courts and, and cities and – Obviously, on the on the west side, there's a lot of money and all that thing, you know. So having been to like Santa Monica Court or downtown LA, even and those kinds of courts and stuff, right? And I've definitely, in a way, kind of felt discriminated sometimes. When I say I'm from Whittier or my office is in Whittier, believe it or not, you know, you got some of these, you know, west side attorneys who know nothing about Whittier but know enough to think that it's this like. I don't want to offend anybody out there. I mean, I'm from Whittier. I mean, I live in Whittier, but um, so you don't drive a lowrider. I don't drive a lowrider. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like yeah, like Hispanic, uh, low class kind of a city and town or whatever. And 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 yes, okay, you know, there are parts of that, but there's a huge affluent part of Whittier too. You know, that a lot of people don't know about. Correct. And uh, which makes Whittier obviously then very diverse and and very. Um, I, I mean, I love Whittier. And so I forgot what the question was or, or where I was going with that. But, um, you know, uh, well, just well, we're, getting we're, to Whittier. Yeah, yeah, why here? I mean, it's uh, I would have thought that you're trying to get closer to the Norwalk, not Norwalk, the um, 
the Whittier Courthouse. Ah, uh, uh, but but that has no. nothing to do with it. Does, well, Whittier Courthouse has been closed now for a number of years. Four years. But I don't know if you guys know this. It's going to open up again in January, January of 2017, yeah. uh, 2018. Yeah, yeah. And not only this. I don't know if you knew this part of it. Exclusively family law. That's right. Bingo. So yeah. even better, right? So even more better. people are moving to uh, more attorneys are moving to Whittier. Do you think? Well, to practice family well, law. Well, it's funny you say that because I, I met somebody um, at the Whittier Bar Association. I'm a member. We we meet at the Rusty Monk uh, one Monday a month. Anyway, a, another young attorney like myself, um, and he told me that he's actually he moved from his office was in Downey, and now he just moved to like. Pen and Painter, actually, I, oh, I believe there's, the street, a, there's yeah. an office there. Yeah, and uh, the, G- the GM property, I believe so. The Brown yeah. Building. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he just leaves a spot there, and he's a f- he does family law, and I think he does criminal defense. But um, I, actually, I think that was more coincidental. But he kind of hit the mother load, whether yeah. he, he knew it or not, in terms yeah. of uh, driving business to him. We we are actually in the process of we're supposed to be moving very soon. Oh really? Uh, yes, uh, still in Whittier, okay. uh, over at the Artisan Building. Oh nice. And uh, we are supposed to move in there. He said February, latest March. Obviously, we're in June, almost into July. Uh, bigger space, uh, more security. Um, this building, Serenity Plaza. You know, I've been here since 2010, and I love it. It's not that serenity. It's not, <laughs> it's not that serene. Yeah, no, really, it hasn't. I mean, over the over time, late in the last twelve months or so, it's gotten kind of it's gotten pretty seedy. You know, I mean, obviously, it's it's not bad enough for me to want to move out of the city, but it's definitely bad enough to want to move to a different location, a little bit more secure. In this place, you have to be kind of like you have to be buzzed in yeah. to get in. It's more for my staff. You know, I don't want my staff to feel at any point at all. Um, in fear of their safety, yep. and there's been some pretty questionable uh, situations downstairs, yep. uh, to say the least. But uh, anyway, that that's that's driven our, our motivation to, to leave this location at least. But um, but it, and it's a little closer. It's going to be a little closer to the family uh, courthouse, law yeah. courthouse now in Whittier. But yeah, I think Whittier Courthouse opening up again is fantastic. I, I welcome it, yeah. absolutely. So, so based on your your travels uh, throughout the city or cities, um, the courts. What's the furthest you've gone? Hmm. To court. To court. Yeah. Uh, I got to think about that one. How, and on top of that, how does your how does your practice work? Is it you, are you like licensed in just one state, or can you practice across uh, the states? No, I'm only licensed in California. Um, and I am on this wall, actually. You can see where... So I'm, I'm definitely admitted to practice in any state of California, which is this one. So when I um, passed the bar, or when I got sworn in, actually, the state bar sends any new attorney this um, certificate, which is from the Supreme Court of the State of California. So I practice the state in any state court of California, as far as federal courts, that's this wall. So I'm admitted to practice in the Central District of California, the Northern District of California, and the uh, that one, Eastern District of California. The, so the only technically and that these are all, these are all federal courts. Okay. So the only federal court in California that I haven't been admitted to 
which is a simple process, is uh, San Diego. That's the Southern District of California. Okay. It's pretty easy. You just have to uh, send an application with a check, and, and they let you in. It's not like a special class or course or degree or anything like that. But it does require some knowledge on federal, like, proceed, like civil rules of procedure. Correct. Um, that kind of a thing. But, um, so, yeah, but no, just, so, yeah, my practice is limited to just <coughs> California. The but, best state. But do you uh, do you go to courts that are? Do you yeah. try to stay local to the area, or is it yeah, where the business is? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, so family law. Really, the only courts that I've practiced in or, or have cases in is uh, Norwalk for sure. Probably the, that is the the main one for me. Norwalk, downtown LA, for sure. Riverside, San Bernardino, Orange County, La Mirada Justice Center. Uh, I, have, I have a case in Compton. Um, I have a case in Van Nuys. And, and that's pretty much it. Bankruptcy, which is federal court. Um, I actually have had... A, well, that's the reason why I have those on the wall. Because when I was doing a lot of bankruptcies a few years ago, uh, one or two cases required me to get a certificate in Northern California. I, for, I don't know how I was put in contact with a woman who lived in San Jose, so well, I helped her do her far. bankruptcy. Yeah, so, so to answer your question, I think San Jose is the is the furthest. I don't, I've never had a San Francisco case. Did you have to appear up there? In San, the San Jose case, no. I actually contracted with a what we call an appearance attorney whose specific role is to just kind of appear for another attorney in a sort of limited capacity. So I hired that guy to, to do that hearing. So See, no. that's, what, that's what I need, man. An appearance architect. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. do, how do we, Fancy how do we that. get that going? You know what? I just remembered. I, I know. Sacramento, actually. It, yeah, it was. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't um, working for myself. I was, uh, it was in 2009 when I was working for another attorney. Okay. And he had, he had cases all over. And one of the cases he had was in Sacramento. And I had he flew uh, he flew me up there basically. I, had, I flew into Sacramento for the day. I got a cab or something to the court, did the hearing, and then flew back that same day. So Sacramento. So, so I got I got two things for you as as lawyers. It's right. uh, well the first one is um, it's kind of similar to what doctors do. Is like they always ref- reference their their work as practice. Uh-huh. Like I don't think you want a doctor <laughs> practicing on you. So. Why is that? Is it just a legal kind of... Well, you're saying attorneys use that word or doctors use that word? Both. 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 Like, like when you... Yeah, like right you now practice friends, law. I'm practicing No, law. attorneys for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm just... Okay. So what's your question? I'm sorry. Well, why is that? Why Why the practice? Is it just a legal uh, um, term or legal reference? Or, or proper? Just so you kind of... I don't say get away with... I, with I don't the, know is the answer, but it's... It's interesting, right? That, that we're we're here analyzing this word. That it's it, in a way, it's a it's kind of a misnomer. It's a, it's a right because like well, why would one practice? Who would want to hire somebody that's practicing? practicing yeah, is that yeah? Right. Um, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. I was, uh, maybe for mine, if I was I'm a practicing architect. Maybe I can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. so doctor, Actually, you do practice because you practicing you, you write you drop the, the the plans and then it goes and it comes back with correction. That's funny. And the same thing. I'm a practicing I, doctor. That's right. Be a little. Uh, all right. What are you practicing on? I mean, how many times have you done this? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't okay. know why that particular term has been is used. And, and here's here's the second one. I've heard of this several times, and 
it's always a mystery uh, in terms of what it is, and maybe you could help. Um, when when you uh, when you're forming a business, and uh-huh. obviously this, I don't know if you you could apply this or not. Um, lawyers, when you consult a lawyer, they usually say you should never have partners because it's it's just more of a just situations that come up that you know if you form a corporation or a company, then you gotta you have several partners. But then you look at it from a, a law firm standpoint, you always see you know Mendoza, Ibarra, so and so and so and so and so. Law firm. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would it be okay for uh, lawyers to be partners but not partners for a business? And I don't know if you heard this before. I, I've heard it several times where, you know, just be careful when you get partners as a company or as a firm or, or office. No? Doesn't ring in, doesn't ring uh, any bells? I, I have to be yeah. honest, Jesse. I've actually never heard that before. I mean, it's interesting you mention that because I have, I too have, Question: Whether it would be a good idea to do that or not? Yeah, for um, your for your practice, right? Or for okay, for my practice, um, uh, you know, I. And that's a tough one when you're lawyers, because then how do you how do you go after each other? Well, how do you? Well, <laughs> my question is more: How do you how do you split the? Yeah, how do you value the business and the yeah. goodwill and? Right, and how do yeah. you how do you divide the money that comes in? Because what if you have a one partner who makes substantially more than another partner. Why should that partner who's not bringing in substantially more income be entitled to a 50-50 share, for example? Yeah, I I think with partners just in any business, just because you're partners doesn't mean you're equal partners, and just because you're equal partners, maybe the profit flows a little bit different. And just like any business, you can can form a a formal relationship with with someone, a business relationship, but you know, I can make 90% of the profit and someone can make 10%. As long as both agree, then at least for a short period, (laughs) yeah, and it changes. But you know, I, in terms of growing my practice, um, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings about about it in a way because I would love to be. I mean, I think everybody would want to be. I think more successful than what they already are. They strive to be more successful and and grow and everything like that. And so I guess it's a matter of what's it going to take to get to that next level and you know yeah i think i think about it a lot actually as far as um you know my competition really which which on one extreme are these uh i just read the other day you know this particular law firm had surpassed this other law firm in terms of the number of attorneys that work there and we're talking about this firm was like in the thousands yeah i mean for me that's like unfathomable unfathomable like for me at least i mean because i'm the only attorney here you know but i mean but i think about it in terms of like just you know out of curiosity what would it take to get to that kind of level it would take a lot to say the least um you know so anyway i mean but but i get you know so but then obviously i i don't think i would get, get to that level but certainly something above what it what, what i am and what this practice is now yeah, which is just me, and uh, so anyway, yeah. Now you you mentioned uh, a couple of uh, attorneys get together at with the bar association at the Rusty Monk, and, right? And the competition maybe around here is it friendly competition amongst the kind of the peers and the people within the the, the different in, uh, I don't say industries, but different types of practices. Do you guys play f- nicely? <laughs> I guess is the better question. That's a good question. Um, yes and no. Um, I think it's 
personally, I think it's good practice to have a very good professional, cordial relationship, like off the field, so to speak, mm -hmm. like, right outside the courtroom or whatever. Uh, case in point, um, actually, the current co-president of the Whittier Bar Association is a guy named Matt Shahan. Hey, what's up, Matt? I'm going to have you listen to this, by the way. Uh, I just saw him yesterday in court. And uh, Matt and I have had a couple cases against each other. And so one thing that I like about this profession, and you may have heard it before, I don't know if it, this exists in other types of professions, but you know, I've heard it before, which is, I've seen it. Um, in the courtroom, we're adversaries. I mean, we, Matt Shahan and I have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe a couple times. But outside the courtroom, we're friends, you know? Um, yeah, we're, we're pals. I mean, I saw him uh, in court yesterday, and we were shooting the, you know what, shooting the crap around uh, about our respective cases and stuff like that. Um, I know him personally, you know, a little bit personally. And um, so I think that's... So to answer your question, I think I, I think it behooves an attorney to not shut themselves off to the, their adversaries uh, in a non-court setting, right, outside the courtroom, because you never know when you're going to be up against that same attorney on another case, and uh, it helps to be able to kind of be be able to grease the wheels, so to speak, on cases, right? Because it look if you're dealing with somebody. Why would that somebody want to be nice to you if you're not nice to them? I mean, isn't that the golden rule, yeah. right? Uh, you know, I, 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 I forget who I was talking to the other day in terms of, um, you know, as part of what we do as personal injury is before it gets to court, we're on the phone a lot with insurance adjusters because they're the ones with the money, really, at the end right. of the day. You know, if somebody rear-ends my client, mm -hmm. I'm not dealing with the person that, the defendant, I'm dealing with the insurance company, their insurance company, Allstate, State Farm, AAA, whatever. So why would an adjuster be inclined to offer my client max maximum compensation if I'm a jerk, you know? Yeah. Now, have I been a jerk to some adjusters? Of course, but that's probably because they were jerks to me first, you know? Anyway, uh, not to bring negative vibes <laughs> to this amazing podcast, but my point is that, yeah, it, it would behoove anybody or it would behoove any attorney to have a very um, friendly-like, um, you know, professional uh, relationship outside the courtroom, for sure. So when you were, obviously, you're a younger attorney, or when you started, you were fairly young. <laughs> any hazing or any, uh, I don't want to say call it hazing, but whatever the appropriate term initiations. would be. Initiations <laughs> in the courtroom where, you know, you, you kind of felt, not discrim age dis discriminated because of uh, how young you were. <laughs> Yes, uh, not hazing to that yeah. <laughs> level, yeah. but or at least you um, can't speak about that in the mic. No, yeah, no, no, there was nothing like that. But I definitely, uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. These are great questions. It makes it's jogging my memory. It, it, I was just thinking the other day that um, I remember a time when I was a brand new attorney at a, uh, it was a medium sized firm actually in downtown LA. I was doing insurance defense, personal injury still on, but on the other side. So I actually, you know, have experience on both sides of the coin. Um, 
definitely very fraternity-like, actually. It's funny you mentioned the word hazing because it definitely... And I think that the legal profession in and of itself is very much like a um, fraternity. An exclusive... Yes, it's an exclusive group that is very difficult to get into. It really is. Um, And because of that, there are people, attorneys, that almost want to like either consciously or subconsciously push people out, drive people out, you know, like you're not as good as I am and you will never be. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm going to, I'm going to show you that, you know, but that's not cool. In fact, I work for an attorney like that. I'm not going to say his name, but this attorney, he assaulted me literally verbally, uh, in in a meeting with his other attorney staff. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 actually because of that moment is why I'm here running my own office because there was no way in hell I was going to go back to work for him. Yeah. Or really anybody else. You know, I, I actually because of that I I took a stress leave and I'm not going to get into the details, but he he literally verbally assaulted me in front of my coworkers. I mean, it was probably one of the most humiliating moments of my life, actually, if, I, if, I, if I'm being honest. And, uh, but I, I had to take a stress leave for it, and I began looking for employment elsewhere, found nothing. This was actually when the crisis, the yeah, the there. recession, exactly, which made it impossible for me to find another job. But it motivated me to start my own yeah. business. And uh, it was the best decision ever in my life. You know, some might say it was, um, you know, divine intervention, you know. I I believe it was. You got even. I got even. (laughs) I called called upon myself. Was it what you expected when you started your own practice? Uh, No, no. Did you say to yourself, hey, I should have started this a long time ago, even though you, you, as opposed to going to a bigger firm first? Like to get the the actual experience. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Good question. Good question. Um, probably not. I think that you know, I, not to get more uh, esoteric or you know spiritual, but I think everything happens for a reason, and I think that it was because of the knowledge and the confidence and the and the level that I was at, because of all these other firms that I had worked at. It was because of that that I had. The confidence, because I certainly didn't have the money, and my wife knows this, we didn't have the money to start a business. We had some, but not a lot. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to say that I actually have, to this day, I've never, I haven't taken a loan out to kind of fund the business or support the business. It's all been kind of grassroots and and, and, uh, homegrown. Organic, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I think that. Um, it happened perfectly. It all happened. It all happened at the right time for the right reasons, and all of that. So no, I don't think I've ever uh, told myself like I should have done this sooner. I mean, I w- would have loved to have been able to do that, but it wouldn't have. If I had done it sooner, it wouldn't be to this level, yeah. for for sure. Right now, you know. Those so, are great questions. So, so getting into some uh, some movies now, because I know you're a movie guy. Uh huh. Um, I am a movie guy. What what is your what is your best uh, a t- lawyer movie? 
Attorney movie. Oh, attorney <laughs> I'm just kidding. PhD attorney. <laughs> Juris doctor movie. Juris doctor. <laughs> um, ooh. It's a good one. I mean, uh, look. Or show. Obviously movie or show? A show. Like one that you say, if you ever, that like a, a, a movie or a show that's represented really well in terms of the profession. Uh, you're like, man, I enjoy that because you could really relate to it. Here, keep thinking. But, and the reason why I say that is because a while back. What is yours, Jesse? Cause well, here, <laughs> yeah. a while back. Um, well, for me, I always go back to the, uh, what's that movie with? Uh, um, you Good Men, You Can't Handle the yes, Truth? You Can't Handle the, the yeah. Truth. Yes, yes. A while back when, you know, this is when the OJ uh, uh, series oh. came up. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, actually, because now. We yes. were talking about it. He's like, have you watched this? I'm like, no. Nah. So <laughs> he got me into it and. And uh, I got you into it. Yeah. Oh, we, cool. We're talking right. about it. Did you watch them? Like, no, nah, I haven't watched it. So yeah, yeah. I was telling you about at that time we we're talking about the 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 Netflix series. Um, it was the one to catch a murder. I don't know if you've seen that one or not, but I know we. Oh talked yeah, about, yeah, 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 yeah. How to catch a murderer? Yeah, yeah. yeah we Netflix. talked about a little bit, uh-huh, and that's uh-huh. when you told me, "Well, you got to watch, you know, the oh, OJ." I forgot about this OJ particular conversation. OJ, whatever's. Yeah. But uh, anyways, by the way, it was a really good one. I'm. Like, you saw it. I did. Based and, on my recommendation. Yeah. And awesome. I'm like, I'm like, I love it. So, so anyway, so let, let's talk about, or if you know, or you already have, which one you, you, you would recommend. Well, yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that um, because it kind of had, when you asked it, foreclosed my brain to Netflix, right? Yeah. Or, or, yeah, I was just thinking movies. Um, the OJ, for sh- now that you're talking about, and there's been a lot, so I have to now, but it's for sure, the to answer your question, Remo, it's definitely... Something recent in terms of OJ. I mean, well, I'll answer it in both ways, right? Because that's more, I don't know, it was more, that was real life, right? Yeah, Versus yeah, a movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, so Few Good Men, right? So Few, Few Good, Good Men, Men has the, probably one of the greatest lines of all time. Yeah, yeah. And it's in a courtroom. Yeah. And so, so to answer, I would be either Few Good Men or my cousin Vinny, who can, <laughs> who can debate that, right? Okay. Of course. But, uh, I want the truth. You, you can't, can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, not just that line, but that that dynamic. I mean, yeah. Jack Nicholson yeah. and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, but in terms of a, yeah, a, a TV show, yeah, because they are t- they are now TV shows a lot now. I th- I'm I'm, conf- I'm a little confused. I I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me because I know there was ESPN did a thirty for thirty. Oh yeah. On OJ. That's right. And then, oh yeah, FX did one true crime story. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the I ESPN one. I believe so. Yeah, right. And then FX did one, the People versus OJ Simpson. That was great because you haven't seen. Oh, uh, <laughs> you got to see I that one. Another recommendation. Like, yeah. Another recommendation. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, let's see. So you got uh, David Schwimmer who played Ross Geller in That's Friends, right. played Robert Kardashian. Yeah. Actually, the Kardashian. The have you guys? Has anyone seen that? The FX one? No, yeah. actually, that's the one I watched. You yeah, did? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Kardashians yeah, are yeah, yeah, Well, not yeah. them, really, well, but yeah. actors portraying them. Yeah. And yeah. one little scene, kind of weird, but anyway. Um, American Crime Story. That's there, what it was. American, American Crime the Story. The ESPN one. No, that's the that's, FX that's one. The oh, People versus, yeah. That, right. Yeah. The People versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. It's American Crime Story, The People versus O.J. Simpson. It's okay. We've had. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> title. It's a long title. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. That one was a good one, and we. I mean, there was so many. It was um, who played uh, 
Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Uh, oh, the attorney. What's uh, her name? Oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. I have uh, yeah, when you when you get put on the spot, you like mind blanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just a little FYI, um, it was Sarah Paulson who portrayed Marsha Clark. Clark Marsha Clark, yes. and she won the Emmy for that. Yes, uh, but I, I the, but then there's so so. Can you find out if you will the yes, the, of course. the other OJ shows that have come out late recently? Because there's the so that's the FX one. What's the um, ESPN one? The ESPN one. That one was really good. So you turned me into that. That one, also, one was good. Which, that uh, one was really good. It was long. It was like it was long. It was like OJ Made in America. Yes, that was more. That was a documentary yeah, yeah. versus the FX one, which was yeah. like a reenaction, I guess, yeah, a recreation, yeah. if you will. But the I like ESPN one a lot because man. That one was good because well, it, it tied it, it, into it, sports, right? Well, it I mean, tied into just... sports, but it also tied into race in America. Yeah, like that was a that, actually that's probably what was that called? OJ Made in America, and it does talk about his upbringing, you know, South, uh, South Los Angeles. So it does talk about you know um, how he comes from there, and he's like a hero to the, to yeah. the community there. Exactly. You know, and so it talks about the conflict that happened in Los to, Angeles. Well, he went to USC. He, right. he was a star at USC. He won the Heisman. Heisman. Yeah. yeah um, so yes, and, and and it talks about that. And he went to the NFL. He was he was great success in the NFL. And then he's like doing commercials for Hertz, rent a car, and then that happened. Yeah. And it, like it's it, I that to answer your question, it's that one. That one was better than the first one that you mentioned. Amer- American so Crime Story. Added to your list. Yeah, I, the only criminal, not even criminal, the trial-related uh, show I watch is Law and Order. Oh, I okay. never saw Law. I've never seen Law and Order. There are like hundreds of episodes. I'll tell yeah. you this: the first ones are good. The ones, the later ones, I think for me it was kind of like I, I, I kind of heard. No, I'm the part. opposite. Oh, really? I, I really like the newer ones because they're just. The acting is better. They're the old ones, yeah, yeah, they're just more. Modern. You watch some of the old ones now, and they're <laughs> they're really cheesy. Like yeah. the guys, like literally, because they've been on for twenty plus years. Yeah, he's you see him in his car, and they'll they're playing the cassette. You know, just so, <laughs> so wow. stuff like that. It's, it's that old, huh? Yeah, I think it's uh, hmm. the SVU one is is not as long as the, the like the full one, and I want to say that one is like eighteen episodes. I'm sorry, 18, se- 18 uh, seasons. So, so Law and Order started in 1990. Just fun fact. Christine, can you look up like the top 10 uh, legal shows ever? Or, I don't yeah, know. I, I would say Law and Order is definitely. It, if because not I one, feel like there's something that I'm missing. Like, All right, so we have Law and Order, Boston Legal, The Practice, Allie McBeal, <laughs> The Good Wife, L.A. Law, Law and Order SVU, Jag, Murder One, Suits, Matlock, Perry Mason, Damages, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, The Defenders. Matlock. Matlock was (laughs) awesome. Yeah, you do like the old one, Jesse. That one was really good. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be criticized for saying this, but there's I've heard of all of them, obviously, but I've never watched one at all except... uh, Matlock? Suits? Suits. Yeah, I, I started watch. watching Suits. Yeah, suits Gra- That's good. a good show. Yeah, I saw yeah. like the first two or three episodes. It, it yeah. looked really good, yeah. but my wife wasn't getting into it. I think she's here. She, I think she just pulled up. Oh, I'm about to bring her in. Yeah, that's her. So she'll probably come up. Um, she didn't get into it. 
Yeah. So we, we always start watching something, and if we have to obviously build like any partnership, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll know this soon. You know, have to be in, in, in accord, right? And uh, I don't you, know, she couldn't get in the suits. Sorry, before she gets in, uh-huh. um, when you guys have, uh, what's the right? What's the legal term for arguments? A debate. A debate. Uh, when you guys have a debate, do you throw any legal terms out there? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, because I'm a lawyer, I'm, I'm all automatically... Can we, can we uh, go off the record? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Now, it's funny you say it. I mean, she... she <laughs> I didn't you even get into this. Like, like, she, she, I, remember, I can recall her telling me, a, a couple, not a lot, a couple times, like, this is not a court of law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not because of a term that I've used, but probably because of my style. My, uh, she's like I, my I, rhetoric. Yeah. My uh, she's like I, just, I seen you in action. I know where you're going with <laughs> yeah. this. Or do you yeah. call for like a judge? Let's take this to the judge. Let's, Let's take uh, this to the judge. No, I bring hope it to the bench. Hopefully, it doesn't get to that point, right? <laughs> <laughs> but That's if it awesome. does, you listeners, you call five six two seven three five zero eight two eight. You know we're gonna Phones ask you the waiting. same question, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we uh, touch off uh, or get off the, uh, the entertainment side. <laughs> Oh, going that's the entertainment to, side, yes. Yeah, yeah. Going this back to your uh, to your band. Yes. Because at one point you're you're uh, uh, what are you playing? I was the lead singer and yeah. and lead guitarist. Whole nine yards. Whole nine Rest yards. Rest in peace. What what is it? Uh, what it was a punk music? band. Look at that, yeah. man. It was a punk band. Yeah, I went to Berkeley, as Christine knows. Yeah. From the coaster. Um, so what kind of music? I mean, I mean or um, I guess. Uh, Anything, anything that still plays. <sighs> this song, know. this song we're We have so many. No, I'm <laughs> 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 it's hard to choose one. Yeah, you're not it's a hard one to pick one. one yeah, uh, no, no, not at all. Um, I don't know. I, 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 there's one or two that come to mind, which was from our last EP. But I'm screaming it. I, I sing and scream. I, I don't know if uh, you listeners out there, or the three of you here, are familiar with the term screamo. But it w- towards the end, it was a screamo kind of band. So, okay. which 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 literally means half screaming and half emo. Yeah. Like, okay. So it was like an emo. It was a punk emo band. Can you give us ten seconds of it? Ten seconds of it? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like uh, live? Yeah. <laughs> no, I need my guitar. And uh, like, yeah, what does it sound like? <sighs> hey, everybody. Well, it's, it's, okay. So it's, no. it's 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 very so so Green Day was is is uh okay. is al- almost always been my fa- most favorite band. Their earlier stuff, their newer stuff. Uh, we've been compared to Green Day, New Found Glory, a kind of melodic punk, Blink-182. MX, uh, uh, MXPX is actually also one of my favorite bands. So it has that kind of sound. So that like, that pop kind of punk, that emo, scre- and then it kind of evolved into this emo, screamo. Like I would listen to like a lot of the Get Up Kids. Mm, and how, how long did that thrice. go for? Uh, so I started it in 97. I was a sophomore sophomore in high school. Started it with some other high school bandmates. Um, and then it went into college. I was at Berkeley. I was the only one up north. The rest of the guys were down here. And it was, that, was, that was a big challenge, actually, like maintaining a band, you know, long-distance relationship. Yeah, yeah. It really yeah. was. <laughs> I, would fly, I would sometimes fly down or drive down for shows. So one time they came up, we played in San Francisco at some dive bar, really cool bar, club or whatever. And then we played somewhere in like, we played in Fresno at one point. We played with a band called Rufio, who does, I think they're around still, I'm not sure. 
Um, so anyway. Um, and at what point did you say, all right, I think now I, I, get, okay, I gotta get a real job? Well, good question. It kind of comes full circle because when I started law school is when I had to give up the band because I knew that I felt it. I felt like I couldn't do one 50% and the other 50%. I had to do either music or law school 100%. Yeah. And after I graduated from, from Cal Berkeley, UC Berkeley, I went backpacking through Europe for like six weeks. And I did a lot of soul searching at that time. I was basically alone. I was with my cousin in Italy for like two weeks, and then the rest of the four weeks I was on my own with a backpack, and that was it. And I ran out of money, I think, when I hit Madrid. Yeah, I was in Madrid when I, um, when I ran out of money. And I was, I was like, what am I going to do? I didn't want to call my parents. I didn't want to involve them. I was like, I'm independent. I'm going to do this on my own. Luckily, Visa, I think, ex- you know, off- did an um, extended uh, line of credit or whatever. They, or they extended my limit. So I was able to survive. And then I got to New York, and I was literally broke. Anyway... So it wraps full circle because when I got back to the States, I was broke. And it was at that moment when I realized that I couldn't, like, I wasn't going to survive off, like, financially. Yeah. You know, career wise as a musician. It's very difficult, extremely difficult. Of course. In the music industry. Oh my gosh. And so it was at that moment when I realized I need to keep going with education. I'm going to go to law school, do law school, and, 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 and here I am now. But so it was at still, that moment. But you yeah. still play, right? I mean, you still kind of on your own. I mean, yeah, I, have, I make guitars at home. Um, with kids, it's it's running a business. Very difficult yeah. to pick it up and, and write. I lo- Man, writing music was, like, I, at that time, I literally, like, I would, like, dream music, wake up music. And by that, I mean, I would, I remember going to bed a lot thinking of new songs and new riffs and new licks and new, you know, vocals and 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 verses and 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 all that and um so yeah music was my life it really was and now the law is my life and being a husband and father is my life but um yeah did did you ever think of going into uh, entertainment law absolutely in fact um yeah i uh always wanted to do entertainment law actually in fact that was the reason why my idea had always been to combine the two, right? So at that moment, I was, I don't know, 21, 22. I was like, okay, I'm going to give up music for now, hiatus, a long hiatus, as it turns out, right? And use the law to get back into music or to get, to be successful in music. Because my idea, it kind of sounds silly now in retrospect, although it could probably still be a possibility. Which was to get in, yes, get into entertainment law, meet a lot of people, make a lot of contacts, still do music on the side, which hasn't happened, you know, at all in the past. In the past, um, and then like slip a demo to <laughs> a colleague, right? Like, oh, by the way, here's check- this cassette. Check- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, ch- and check this out, you know. Yeah. And then, and then, well, this is great. Who is this? It's me. Yeah, so um, it, it, it does sound silly now. It's not impossible. 
I'm, I'm a spring chicken. Young, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. now it's like a, a CD or maybe a, a jump well, drive. Yeah. Well, now it's an MP3 uh, <laughs> or a like link that. or not even. It's like, it's like progressed beyond MP3 yeah. now. It's like social media. It's yeah. like a I'll share. A it's like a link. Yeah, yeah. exactly. My SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. So uh, nothing's impossible. Um, yeah, I, I think the last time I picked up my guitar was in January. To move, was, it. <laughs> uh, to move to it. To move no, it. No, I played. I was uh, actually learning. I learned a couple Panic at the Disco songs. Great band. And uh, I learned one. Great song. Is, um, I forget the name of the song. But uh, I learned it. What, I by the way, it, it cool. if you want to see him uh, singing more recently, you could go to his Facebook account and uh, find his uh, his little demos, right? You got a little... At least the one I've the ones I've seen, you kind of sing along with other with other uh, songs. There, well, there. I remember record. Uh, I think January actually, something like that. I was I, I was in a garage playing a thrice song. I was playing uh, on my guitar, my Les Paul. Uh, there's a video of me playing a thrice song. Um, so strange. I remember you by thrice. Just the guitar part, because the guitar, there's a guitar solo in the beginning of the song, yeah. and it's it's really cool. And I and I, I learned it a long time ago, and I. It was easy to remember it because there's a lot of song like even my own songs you would think like I would know it like you know like learning like riding a bike but no there's I I'd like to say that our or my 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 guitar writing skills are at a level where even I can't remember how to play those like guitar solos like the riffs I can I know how to play the riffs like the the rhythm and the mm-hmm. the power chords yeah. but the solos I would it would take me a while to relearn them. But I'll send you one. So I think, Christine, I'll send you – why not? I'll send you the Screamo song. I'll probably send you a song. <laughs> I'll probably send you a song called Pheromones and any, or and any maybe a- Get Well Soon, too, actually. And any agents out there who are looking at <laughs> – Yeah. Who you, want a cassette could, demo? You can contact uh, What's Up What Ear. Or uh, cue the phone number. <laughs> 562-735-0828. Again. No. <laughs> Get even. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the songs that I'll send you, uh, yeah, I think they might have some commercial appeal, maybe. I'd like to think so. You know, the reason why I like to do that is uh, even if they don't have commercial appeal, it's highlighting the different talent that we have in our city. So, yes. I mean, cool. whatever talent. you want to throw at me. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just whatever you, well, I mean, I can't put a song together, yeah. can you? So, no. <laughs> um, whatever you send will be great. Yeah, and I I think it's you know I think it's kind of cool that you know th- this these songs that I was over like fifteen years ago like you know to like I I toy with the idea like imagine what if I would have still been like have been doing that like what my level would be at now in terms of songwriting and all that It'd be kind of cool so do do you enjoy being up here This is kind of neat you get to see all the different people walk in and coming and going. If we move or when we move, I will miss this location for sure. I mean, Uptown Realtor, I, I don't even know what they are. Obviously, Uptown they're a realtor. I've never been over there. Uh, they're there. Sage, obviously, is right there. And then if I tilt my head this way, what is that? The seller? Monty's camera shop. My optometrist is right next door. And underneath you, we, we talked about the, yeah. the music uh, playing in the background. Yeah, I'll, I'll minute, yeah. Actually, that's a good one. Have you gone to Bamboo's uh, um, karaoke? karaoke? I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> how'd you come oh, out? Oh, that's awesome! How'd yeah. you come out on that? That you uh... L- living on a prayer by Bon Jovi is is my go-to. All right, let's just leave it at that. 
<laughs> so they had a, a karaoke competition, right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, I remember that. Did, did I were you in it? No. Oh, I, that's what I thought you were, I you were saying. I was. We, we gotta sign you up, man. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. you and Emmanuel Avina. Let me plug him. Yeah. <laughs> we're there uh, a no, couple months ago. Tr- we've been trying to get. He was there. Yeah. Trying to get the band oh, together. Right. Yeah, we're trying to get together. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I they they haven't had that competition for a, a while. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, I'll, I'll let you know that they still have they brought it back. So no, they did. So whenever you want want to uh, showcase your uh, singing skills, let us know. And we'll come on and support you. Man. I would we'll love to front row with the uh, yeah. with with bourbon or and just about <laughs> anything else that they sell. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. So a couple uh, wittier questions for you. Sure. Uh, so when you're not here, or when you're not, you know, moving the guitar mm-hmm. once every six months, where do you, if you're gonna go get a bite to eat Ooh. or maybe a drink, where would you venture off to? That's a good question. It's hard to say. Um, maybe a go-to spot. Yeah. Well, hmm. for food, I'll, Bizarro Capital, I like that place a lot. Uh-huh. The uh, fish ceviche, ta- uh, the fish ceviche. Or the queso tacos, oh, love those, and then they have some good uh, drinks too, like the really good drinks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Bizarre Capital. Just had lunch at Ravello. Ravello's okay. I mean, I don't know. My wife likes it, loves it. Um, oh, I mean, Off the Hook is Off the Hook. Off yeah. the Hook is had lunch yesterday. Really good. Yeah. I ran into you yesterday. That's there. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but you know. Outside of Uptown, right? Yeah, just um, in Whittier in general. Yeah. Is there you have a go-to? Oh man, go to sure, with I'm the sure. family or uh, El Cholo, but that's not. I can't say that's not. That's not. No, right that's here. fine. <laughs> right, that's right outside that, of Whittier. That's La Habra. Yeah. That's La Habra. Yeah. yeah, El Cholo is great. Oh, really? I've never yeah. been there. Oh, I drive by it. Oh, oh man, is it good? Yeah, yeah. really good. Uh, not as good as Bizarro though. Um, I don't know what else is good out. there. I mean. I feel like I'm missing a lot too, you know. Let's see. What's yours, Jesse? What's, I got several, but uh, uh-huh. what's your go-to uh, meal? Meal? Yeah, like if you if you're going home and you say, you know what, like today, you don't want to go home, hang out with the family. We're gonna grab. Uh, what? <laughs> My daughter, Ava. She's nine. She. She's literally, I think, had. She has cheeseburgers twice in one day. Very routine for her. So in, in and out is probably it's it's one of our top. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. We can't come to my you know, oh, in and out. Okay. Or Ava, well, kids, what do you guys want to eat? In and out. In and out, probably. All right. Yeah. That, that's not a tough sell either. No. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I mean I like uh, I'm actually excited that Jersey Mike's actually this week just opened up oh, at right. the new. They call it Whittier Crossing. Is that Correct. what it's called? Yeah, where the new Starbucks is. Yep, right uh, across the street from uh, yeah. LA Fitness. Right, uh, Jersey Mike's okay. just opened up on Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I like Jersey Mike's a lot. Really? Yeah, they have a good sandwich. I don't you know. never really care for them. No. It's like a, isn't it like a Togo's? Or no, but it's better than. I Togo's, think it's a little bit so. better. Oh yeah, um, better than than, than better Subway. Better than Subway. Oh, better way than better than Subway. How about Quiznos? Better than Quiznos. Better than Quiznos. Really? Absolutely, oh, Remo. I haven't had Killing it. I, I think I had it once. Actually, I ordered the really large one, and I remember eating it, and I just I was in a food coma. That's a problem, man. You go yeah. for the yeah. You gotta go yeah. for a smaller one. Yeah. I yeah. I would I would go for the regular. Really okay. So it's I like just, a. Eight inch, something yeah. like six the, or eight inch. It was two dollar difference, and I started comparing of value. Of course, man, you're looking at the value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the business? You know, value? it's uh, uh, um, I'm really upset that Polly's Pies 
you know, it burnt, burnt the ground down, yeah. and never reopened. And now there's a lot of controversy because they're going to replace it with a Motel 6. Notel6.com. Yeah. Ridiculous. What is it? Notel6? No, Notel6.com. Oh, like that. like that's that. the, yeah, that's that. against it, yeah. Um, I'm, Polly's, I, I grew up on Polly's actually because in, there's one in Norwalk and my parents would take us to that one a lot. I mean, once a week, I feel like. Where in Norwalk? Um... It's right by the 91 freeway. Actually, I'm sorry. It's Artesia, technically. Oh, okay, it's Artesia. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. But it's, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. too far south yeah. from Norwalk. From Norwalk, yeah. Yeah, it's Artesia, actually. All right, last question. The, uh, if you had to bring something to the uptown area, what would you bring? Or, or what would you wish that was here? Something that's Besides missing. Besides my office? Well, other legal than services? Other than you. With a thousand uh, attorneys? The law offices <laughs> of Stephen Ibarra. Um... Maybe if it's retail, if it's food. Okay. Not like peace and hope, right? You know, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. World We're peace okay. and Woodier. Like a contestant. Like a, place, like that a, you, a yeah. place that's missing that you frequent uh, and it's not here. Ah, I see what you're saying. Good question. Mm. Apple Store. No, I'm kidding. You know, <laughs> no, too, no, no. That's too corporate. No, no, Way actually, too corporate. Well, here, I'll let you finish. Oh, uh, non corporate, uh, well, just anything, I guess. No, I was kind of joking. I mean, I can go to Cerritos or Brea for that, right? Um, I mean, I'm not. Ex- I hope you guys don't think I'm just an Apple guy because obviously I have a <laughs> PC here. Um, hmm. I know Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. Wow. Am I that corporate? Yeah. I went to Berkeley <laughs> for crying out loud. I like fashion. Okay. This is. A, I bought this at Nordstrom. Ted okay. Baker. Yeah. Probably a Nordstrom. Not gonna lie. And I actually, I just met somebody recently who wore, a, was wearing a Ted Baker suit. And I was like, whoa, that's a really nice suit. You said Nordstrom? And you could tell from looking at it, it was a Ted Baker? No, was, actually, oh, okay. no. When he told me, I'm like, oh, that's Ted Baker. Nice. This is a Ted Baker shirt. Yeah. Right. Probably Nordstrom. Yeah. Does that, uh, you know, classify me now? <laughs> no, no. But, but it's not like an attorney. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that's true. The uh, just going back to the Apple Store, so that's a, a suggestion I threw out there uh, to a local uh, um, company who manages property, mm-hmm. uh, also sells and, and buys property. You can mention me, Jesse. Go ahead. But uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was telling him, I go, you know, your your space next, the building next door, the Marine- Marinello Beauty Store, uh-huh. the size of that thing is huge, and if you could bring an Apple Store there, um, I mean, it mm. will totally activate. The, this side of town, you know, um, and we yeah. have some really good. Uh, I don't think the parking is is available for something that big. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, at that point, you have people. I mean, there's enough parking around the area, but with those Apple stores, uh, um, whether there's parking or no parking, um, people are still gonna show up. I mean, you go to the. I go to the one. Unfortunately, I have to go to the one in Brea, but uh-huh. um, every time I go there, I'm there early in the morning. I'm there on off days. You know, uh, I, I could be there on a holiday. You know, it's like places packed. But do those oh, yeah. stores, are they outside of malls? They're inside of malls. They're usually they're inside. inside. No, they, they have they're, standalone. They have, yeah. they have standalones yeah. like in New York. What does but that mean, standalone? Like, like, stand, like oh, outside of a mall. Like right just here, so it's just a brick and mortar. Yeah. An Apple store. Yeah, no, they have standalone. I mean, uh, the one in, in Pasadena. I would, I would think uh, that the cost to, to cure, I don't know, cure the building, but get it to what it needs to look like for Apple would be, like, you almost have to rebuild it. But it's it. Apple, yeah, man. It's I mean, yeah. Well, I, I think ultimately the, per, the 
individual or individuals that would have the say in whether or not Apple would be here mm-hmm. in Uptown, I don't know, would be, I don't know. It's I just, us. Uh, huh? It's us. It's us. We, we decide. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I just think, I don't know. I, th- I would just think there's a lot of political maybe. I mean, yeah, I, yeah political for sure, right? Yeah, Getting it, totally. the city of Whittier to, uh, to allow that. I think you're trying to plug Jesse because yeah. wasn't there, weren't they supposed to build a parking lot here and Jesse like wanted to we're get gonna in on build, that? We're gonna build a parking structure next. No, yeah. but, but the parking structure is coming along. Yeah. So okay, again, in terms of parking, I think it'll be there. It's just for us to get something kind of I don't want to say corporate, but something that really brings people like an anchor that would use. Oh, absolutely! I would love it. I would welcome side, it. I think, yeah, you, you know. I wouldn't leave this. Office baitless location. <laughs> if that happened, so I had I have a secret. F- so something to announce for you. By the way, uh, I was holding a back Easter pocket. Egg. I like it. Uh, Apple's moving next door. <laughs> <laughs> Drop yes. the yeah, yeah. I'm staying. <laughs> you get all your uh, USB cables here. <laughs> yeah, Apple's great. By the way, that was a joke. Everybody yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple's not disclaimer. <laughs> you have to say that with There's your lawyer no, present. You have to I, say I, that. I can. Uh, I'm a Apple. Um, consumer, yeah. and there's yeah. no way in hell would Apple come to here. I was gonna. Say, that's kind of where I was trying to say. Yeah. Like politically, I don't, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. Well, we'll see, th- man. Mark my words, man. You could just tell them it's the new Santiago Alley, which is a very hip, cool, um, kind of like an uptown area up there in Cupertino. Yeah. Yeah. So. Really. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really nice area. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Have to Google it. Google. That's Apple's competition. All right, Mister. <laughs> All right, Mister. Lawyer. Well, it was great uh, yeah, having you fun. on. This, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. It was uh, an Thanks hour for and b- some minutes, me. and it was, and it didn't cost us anything. So this was it. <laughs> well, not yeah. yet. I mean, yeah. you might send I was you a bill. Get the bill. I'll send you a bill. <laughs> send, it, send it, to Christine. Let, let yeah. her pay it. No, thank she'll, you. she'll see an hour, and she'll. she'll thank you for on. asking me. This is this has been an honor. I appreciate it. So we are located at Serenity Plaza in Uptown Whittier, in the heart of Uptown Whittier, at six five one eight Greenleaf Avenue, Suite twenty eight. Whittier, California, 90601. We're right above Bamboo's Sushi Restaurant. And the website is www.ibarralaw.com. I'll spell it. It's I-B-A-R-R-A-L-A-W.com. And remember, if you've been involved in a serious accident, get even. Call Steven. Call Steven. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks a lot, and uh, until the next one. Yes. Yes. Thank you.